You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti, Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. So we're in this new, it's not even really that new anymore, relatively speaking, but it's not brand, brand new, but we're in this era now of this new generation of athletes that want to control their own narrative. All these athletes that have podcasts, you know, Draymond Green, uh, Draymond Green, probably, you know, the most famous one, the most well-known one, but all these athletes that have podcasts and C.J. McCollum of the New Orleans Pelicans is doing a lot of analyst work on on ESPN. J.J. Redick. These guys all want to find that happy medium between being a star athlete that people talk about and having a little bit more control over the narrative of how they get talked about as star athletes. And somebody who's in the middle of that right now and really needs to understand that if you're going to keep going down this road, it's fine. But you got to understand that you can't have it both ways. And honestly, even if you weren't doing a podcast after games, you still have to understand by now that these quotes just aren't going to cut it. And I'm talking about Micah Parsons. Star for the Dallas Cowboys, but you know, he's not I don't even I don't even think he's really an MVP candidate anymore the way the way the stats look the last 3 weeks, but one of the most effective pass rushers in the entire NFL. As far as regardless way, whether he's uh, in that category or not, yes, he is one of the best. Because even when he's not getting sacks, when he's at his best, he's impacting the game in other ways and opening lanes for other guys. I mean, at, uh, after one of those first two games, he, I forget if it was either the Jets or the Giants, he went on his podcast and is literally like, "Yeah, man, I wasn't even supposed to be in that play, but I wanted to see my boy Oso Digizua get a sack, so I went over here where I wasn't supposed to be, so my boy Osa could get a sack." I mean, he uh, he can impact games. That much. And that was the first time that I learned that Micah Parsons has a podcast. After games, he's going on there and he's talking about, you know, his game. Seems to me, I, 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 you, know, you would hear this stuff before I would normally. Seems to me I knew he had a podcast. Which is weird that you wouldn't have known. I mean, it shouldn't surprise me because everybody has one by now. But that was at least, no, that was the first time. It was after the Giants game. It was after the week one opener against the Giants, and we get the from Micah Parsons, and he's talking about, you know, it's not fair uh, that you're doing Jan- uh, Daniel Jones dirty, that he's still out there. It was the first time that I learned that Micah Parsons has a podcast. And at a recent media availability, this quote comes out from from Micah on criticism from the national media. This is a tweet from John Mashota of The Athletic. I'm the face I'm giving them their content. They're basically stealing my content, and they're wrong. They're doing exactly what I said they're going to do. Whether we win or lose, they're going to have something to say. People think I'm shying from criticism. No, criticism is not the problem. Just criticize everyone with the same energy. They're just as big of bullies as these other guys. People decide who and when should get breaks. And it goes on and on and on from there. So who's he saying stole what from whom? He's saying that the media basically stole, stole what he said and published it? I mean, the way that I understand that is he's he's basically comparing himself to Jerry Jones Tuesday mornings on 105.3 The Fan. I mean, there has been a lot of... <laughs> there has been a significant amount of content in the first seven weeks of the season, on e- even on ESPN Radio, that has come from Micah Parsons' podcast. 
But what I would say to this is, well, yeah. One, because welcome to the media sphere where everybody steals everything from everybody. Right. And two, this is one of the one of my big problems with this team all year. And we've heard it a couple of times from Dak. With this from Micah Parsons, I, first off, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you can't have it both ways. If you want to control the narrative, this is your opportunity to control the narrative on your podcast. Right. But you don't get to tell other people how to do the narrative on their side when they're in front of a microphone. That's just not how this works. Well, he's a pro football player who's used to you know having his way with everything, so maybe he doesn't understand that aspect, Sam. Well, then you, then you got to learn fast if you want to do this little podcast. <laughs> he does have to learn. If you want to have to learn, if fast. you want to keep doing this little podcast thing, then you got to learn how how it works in the podcast world. If you're actually going to put out this content every week, that is your space. That is your space to do and say. And shut down whatever you want. If you want to spend time on your podcast saying, this person said this about me and this is why they're wrong. This person said this about me and this is why they're wrong. That would be a health, that would be a, a fantastic, healthy, productive use of a podcast and something that I think a lot of people could get, could get on board with. I'm going to tell you something right now, Sam. I would not be shocked, especially since this is in the news, for the next guy who says anything about him being none other than Stephen A. Smith, I, I mean, he that, that's that's a that, that's a regular occurrence anyway. But what I'm saying is, no, it's a regular occurrence. Him ripping him because he's a cowboy, even though he might be the best player in the league, he just rips him because he's a cowboy. But Stephen A. Smith, being the journalist that he is, and being the guy that feels that he's the best in the business at what he does, I can see him ripping apart Micah Parsons. Hey, Micah Parsons, you're a great football player. Good luck with this. Uh, you got a lot of learning to do. I could see him saying that. He also called the uh, on this week's pod. He also called the Eagles the best team in the league, which is going to go re- over real well with Cowboy fans that want to listen to your podcast. So there's the element of you can't have it both ways. If you want to be in the media, you don't get to say that they're doing me dirty. Do do it on do it on yours. Do it on your platform. But when you're at a media, when you're at this the, you know this huddle at the star, like. Welcome to it, but there's also the other part of this, and this is one of the things that's really bugged me about this team all year. And it goes that they're four and two, not six and zero. Well, well, there is, well, there is that, but it's that their heads just don't seem like they're in the right place. If you want to do at times, and they do, at, uh, they don't at other times. You touched upon that yesterday perfectly. And I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's universal, but like, but like, like with this, if this is what you're thinking about during the week about these people that are saying mean things about me in the world, that's not the guy that you want leading your team. But there's been this. There's been you know after after the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals and Dax on the podium at the presser. Well, I guess the media got what they wanted. Like where your mind is after in, in these situations when there is a lot of pressure on you to perform and play better than you are. Yes, they are four and two. This is the most mesmerizing team on planet Earth where the numbers and what we see on TV sometimes just don't add up one and one one and one equals three. Right. But just like points against. It right. doesn't add up. Although it did in that one game against the 49ers. And it speaks to I mean, this really does hit home. 
with the clip from from uh, former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly after the 49ers loss. And uh, Jesse Holly is a former Cowboys wide receiver. He's on one of the in, in-house shows they do there at the Star in Frisco. And he had some words for Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons is a damn good player. I think Micah Parsons is an exceptional player. I think Micah Parsons is one of the best players in the National Football League. I think Micah Parsons is good for Micah Parsons. I think everything that Micah Parsons does is to benefit Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons wants to be the biggest superstar on this Cowboys team. I think Micah Parsons is so good and good at what he does. If it happens to positively impact the team, so be it. But if it doesn't, Micah Parsons is always going to look out for self first. And so we, 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 we put these leadership tags and roles on peoples and players, and they necessarily don't buy into them. I don't, I'm not that I don't believe. I know for a fact Micah isn't the guy that's pulling these people in the locker room saying, hey, let's watch extra film. Micah isn't the guy that's saying, hey, we, it, it sounds good in the media. And because he can go out there on Sunday and impact a game week in and week out, it, we, we, we assume He's the leader, but you guys know, we, we hear who the real leaders are. We hear who the guys actually look up to on that team. And I think we've, we've tagged Micah Parsons with this leader or leadership role because he just so happens to be the best player. And I'm here to tell you that's starting to be so far from the truth. Now, I will say, I, I, wow. I, I will say, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's somebody who's paycheck. That's someone who, play, has, who played with him. Who, uh, uh, not not. I mean, they're they're not teammates, but it's somebody whose paycheck is signed by Jerry Jones. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I, I do struggle with this from the standpoint of stuff like this dehumanizes these guys. Like, Micah Parsons is out here telling you how he feels, and we're just so accustomed as, as sports fans to say... Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear how you feel. Like I, I fans do. I'm. I don't think fans want to hear this. You don't think so? I don't okay. think fans want to hear that. You know, he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't like the way people are being mean to him. It's something that athletes. Yeah, learn as, I'll, I'll agree with that. It's something that athletes learn as they grow up. You're not supposed to. I mean, you you can. I mean, yeah, of course. It, it, it's unfair to say don't care about it. But leave it in private. Like, figure, you know, you deal with it in your own way in private, but nobody wants to hear, especially somebody who is one of the top players on the team. I don't think anybody wants to hear him say that I don't like people are being mean to us and people are bullies because of the way that they're criticizing us and criticize other teams the way that you criticize us. No. It has to mean something. If it's not going to mean anything more than being worth a billion dollars to the guy that owns the team. I mean, I guess that's setting an example for the rest of the players. But it has to mean something. That star on the side of your helmet has to mean something that other teams' logos don't mean to them. Being a Cowboy, comes uh, it comes with all of this, being a Dallas Cowboy more than any other team in the NFL. Fair? Absolutely fair. The problem is sometimes a player, and I, you know, until hearing that soundbite, I never thought this guy was the guy. But I mean, if he isn't the ultimate teammate, it surprises the hell out of me because he plays a position where you kind of make yourself the ultimate teammate, and at the same time, um, where are you going to go? You know, 
if, if you're wondering about his mindset, whether he's about the team or he's just about himself, what's his goal? He going to go to the 49ers? What's his goal? Is he going to go to the team that has the best chance to win the Super Bowl next year? Uh, no. If you're a player, I think it's pretty simple to say, if you're playing on the Cowboys, and I've been in that town, I've covered that team well. You know, it, it was a while ago, but I've covered that team, and I know the history about it. There is a lot of, um, you know, a lot of history and there's a lot of chest pumping. Hey, we are the Cowboys. You do play for that star. You do play for that city. Um, you know, and <clears throat> I also recall that, you know, back in the day, all the Cowboys were the most popular guys in town. So you represent the town. You're, you're not just a wins and loss guy. You represent the city of Dallas. You represent the city of Fort Worth. You represent the city of Arlington. That's the way it is. You put that star, you put that helmet on. Jerry Jones doesn't have to tell you, hey, we need you to represent this place. They know. I just look at this and, you know, I talk about everybody the same, give everybody the same benefit of the doubt. That's the person that I, that, that's the real person that I stand on. Okay, that's, I mean, that's great. Good for you. Right. But if you think, I, I mean, if you're just now realizing that that's not how the rest of the world operates. I hate to be the one to tell you. Well, maybe he's trying to just be flashy for online and get clicks and stuff, not realizing the ramifications player-wise. Well, if he wanted to do that, he should have worn a hoodie with the logo of his podcast on it. Ooh. Wow. It is you're good. On a, you're, a, you're on a roll today, Sam. I've been thinking, not about this particular thing with Micah, but I've been thinking about this a lot because, like, I... Like, I know that I, when it comes to the Cowboys, I know I come off as a wet blanket. Like, I know that I'm the, I, I know I'm here to, to poo-poo on everything and call them out and criticize them. And maybe, you know, and I, I mean, I try not to be unfair. If I am, then, you know, it, it is like, I'm not, I'm not suggesting I'm perfect. Like, I, we're a Cowboys affiliate. We're a proud Cowboys station. We have a great relationship with the team. We want to see them do well. But that's where all of this comes from for me. The way that I talk about this team week in and week out, year in and year out, that's where it comes from, is that star has to mean something more than the Jaguar on the side of the logo does for the team in Jacksonville. Right. No, and, you know, I, I would say 90, you know, I don't know this day and age the level of player and what their thought process is money-wise and everything else, but I would say if you're a part of the Cowboys, uh, you could say the same for the 49ers, the Patriots, the Packers, those kind of franchises, the Eagles. Um, I would say the logo matters. The city matters. Everything matters. But when you're talking about the Cowboys, they don't call the Cowboys America's team for nothing. There is a level of expectation all the way around in that franchise that no other franchise in the NFL has. Exactly. Yeah, there's a level of understanding of what it means and what comes with mm -hmm. being a cowboy, and you're going to get all the attention, and not all of it's going to be good. And with that, I will get off my high horse, and we'll come back with more next. So we'll, we'll lighten things up a little bit to close things out <laughs> here on Team Talk. He's Scott Galetti. I'm Sam Hauser, ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team.